0: Alright. So today on the podcast I have Grey Fox. How are you, man?
1: I'm alright, bro. I'm alright. I've been awake for like three hours, but I'm I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Um, congratulations on release hitting a thousand in a week.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty mud. I wasn't I was gonna upload that to the second um second channel and then I was like, no, I haven't haven't dropped for a little while, so I just threw it on the main one, and it's it's probably done better than ninety five percent of anything I've ever dropped. So it's crazy how shit works like that, man.
0: Yeah, and not only that, you have another song um, that just hit five k. Uh, this jealousy is gonna kill me. That's crazy. That
1: yeah, yeah, it's 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 my shout out uh, wish. Why we wish? You just if we can listen to that song like fifty times a day, but. Yeah, it's crazy. Again, that's one that I I didn't really, you know, think was anything, and I just thought it was going to be a throwaway. But everyone, everyone seemed to like it. So,
0: yeah. And also, um, three months ago, you came out with your EP Tear.
1: Three months. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, for Three months. I had no idea it was that long.
0: Um, what was like? the recording and writing process for that ep
1: um it was basically just uh everyone like who makes music goes through you know little slumps here and there and i was in one of those and then i I you know i came upstairs in the studio one day and i managed to record um until the curse lifts which is the the first song of the ep and i was like that in uni golds he, he sent me three beats and he was like use any of these and i just at first i just picked that one and i recorded until the curse list and i was like yo can i use the other two beats and like make an ep because like I, i'm feeling good about music right now i think i can make something decent and he was like yeah of course cool. so he sent me he sent me all three in an email um and then i just you know i just downloaded them and i made all three songs in like a, a day and then spent the next like four or five days just sort of like mixing everything but the writing process is just the, the same for me, man. It's just like standing in front of the mic, mumbling like some sort of weird melody over a beat and then sort of going back, listening over it and just sort of adding lyrics and I can't freestyle for shit. So it's it's sort of a mix between, you know, writing and and I guess just improvising on the spot.
0: Yeah. Are you one of the people that writes down your lyrics before you record no
1: Um, no, uh, I write, I write my lyrics down as I'm recording. I don't write them down before, but, um, here and there, I've, I've obviously, I've done that when I couldn't record and I've heard a beat that I've really been really excited for. I'll I'll, like sit there and write to it in advance and then just go, you know, as soon as my house is free, just go straight in the studio. But, um, I'm blessed to be in a position now with this new house that I can just pretty much record at any point. So I, I write them as I'm, as I'm recording kind of thing
0: okay yeah that's uh, a similar process for a lot of artists
1: yeah it is it is <clears throat> so
0: speaking on that um how did you get into music in the beginning
1: uh shout out never made it home Fucking me and this me, me and never made it home we were friends through uh through high school so like i don't know 12 years old to like 15 16. And then we just drifted apart. Hadn't spoken like four or five years, but, you know, he'd he'd message me every now and then be like, I hope you're good, bro. And his birthday's on Christmas Eve. And I always remembered that. Cause, so every Christmas Eve, everyone would be posting Facebook statuses about, you know, oh, it's Christmas Eve. And it'd remind me, oh shit, it's James's birthday. So I'd always message him. But apart from that, we didn't speak. And then uh, he knew what kind of music I was into. And one day he just sent me a message um saying you know I've made this weird little demo thing um I don't know if you'll like it but just give me your opinion like completely out of the blue and I was like okay and I listened to it and it's no you, you can't find it anywhere now but it I just got me gassed and I've been in bands and stuff like that but I've never made like individual music and I was like bro do you want to like link on the weekend and like try and make something like I was completely winging it and then we linked up on the weekend after like four years and we just like snapped straight back into like being best friends again. Like. And then since then, we've just, you know, we spent like seven or eight months just making music with each other. The only people that were listening to us was us. That was it. Um, and then eventually, you know, we met people at End of World, Star in the Sky and, and Wish. And uh, I guess people call it networking. But we just made a lot of friends, man. But it, it started just me and him. And even now, I've, I've got more songs with that guy than I probably ever will have with, with anyone. You know, he's, he's, he's legitimately my best friend, man.
0: It's always great to have friends when it comes to music too,
1: because exactly. then again,
0: you're you're just chilling with friends, you're making music, you're having fun. It's, exactly,
1: man. Exactly, that's bro. That's just
0: all what it's about. It's not only about just like the money and
1: the yeah, thing. we don't make shit at this level, yeah. man. We don't we don't make shit. But study even steady hearts. Like he's a friend that I met in real life. I met that guy on PlayStation like fucking six years ago. We were both like fifteen, and now he makes music. James makes music, no made at home and, and and I do and we're all sort of coming up together, not coming up coming up, but you know, we we we're growing together and it. It's crazy, man. A lot of people like, don't have them um, in real friends. Like back
0: to what you were saying, like you have a song that just hit 5k obviously. We talked about it a, a bit earlier. Yeah. That song only came out 4 months ago. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much you're growing in the scene just since then
1: yeah so
0: um what would you say like the ups and downs are in (laughs) the scene when it comes to music
1: um I've been around for like in the scene for like nearly uh like two years I think nearly two years or like a year and a half or something like that and I didn't experience any downs until like three months ago and now sometimes, like, you know, you know, you follow me on, on socials and stuff. I just I'm a lot of shit pisses me off now. Also my dog is squeaking a toy. I'll sort that out in a second. But um ups and downs, the ups are just the people you meet, the friend, the friends you make. Like I'm closer to people on this shit than um I am to a lot of people in real life. You know, I speak to people here every day. Um, and I only speak to my in real life friends, you know, two, three times a week. And you know, it's the ups are just that the social side of it and obviously making music and and finding people that make really good music but the downs um as i've unfortunately sort of come to experience is um <laughs> rock yeah coming cool, up yeah. is um people like i had one guy still buried alive he'd like downloaded it re-uploaded it uh, people reported that so that was good but that was a bit like what the fuck i guess it's it's easy to get past it don't hurt me at all but then you know, a lot of people just sort of talk shit behind your back. I'll get a message request off some guy I've never spoken to, like, oh bro, jump in, you know, so and so's live that they're, they're talking shit. And I'm like, What? I don't, don't even know who that is. And I'll jump in the live and they are you know talking shit. And I'm like, it's just weird, bro. I guess, you know, I'm not I'm not, you know, big at all, like, you know, in in, in the grand scheme of things, and I'm already experiencing stuff like that, and a lot of people at the same level as me, experience stuff like that. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people that just sort of. I, I won't. People say they're jealous. I won't call it jealousy. I just call it. I don't know. They just don't like you from afar. Like they don't know you and they just judge you straight. Away. I, I don't know why. I I don't know how I come across, but yeah, the the biggest downs of the scene is definitely just. I, I suppose the ups and downs are the same thing that which is the the people.
0: Mm-hmm. It's hard to trust some people. Obviously, like there will always be that one person that you originally just chill with and then something happens there's a hiccup or whatever and then it just goes downhill from there but i feel like there's always going to be that person to feed off of beef and then kind of like what you said like someone jumped in your dms like there's people that legitimately like encountering beef and like stirring it all up to make it like it's a bigger deal than it actually is
1: yeah of course man
0: so, who would you say your biggest inspiration is when it comes to music?
1: Um, God. Um, if I had to put it down to to one, uh, I don't expect most of the people listening to this to to know what who I'm talking about, but probably a band called Mooseblood. Um, it's probably if I had to put it down to one, uh, they they're obviously a band, so they don't really sound like what i make but the the vocal styles and the lyrics especially the lyrics is is very sort of inspired by um actual emo bands not like you know pop punk bands and, and punk bands branching off of emo i mean like actual emo bands like sunny day real estate moose but like i just mentioned you know jimmy eat world all of that shit and take uh taking back sunday etc so um m- the main influences come through in the lyrics definitely i used to just write the most basic shit ever and then i, I kind of had a realization like I want to write lyrics that you'd hear in a in a band song, not lyrics that you'd hear on SoundCloud. You know, so that's what exactly. I try and do.
0: <clears throat> it, it's crazy just to see, just from an artist standpoint, how much you grow. Not only just in the production of music, but just your lyrics grow so much over time. Like, there's lyrics you're writing it and recording. Throughout months that you would never be able to write the previous month, or exactly, regardless, so it's just like it's so exciting to see when you are just adapting to lyrics over time, just on your yeah. own. It's
1: just and, evolution, I suppose, of fucking yeah. artist.
0: So obviously, it's it's a bit hard nowadays to kind of get into music, obviously. So what would your main advice be for artists that are trying to kind of make it into a specific scene, even this scene regardless?
1: Um, I'd say that a lot of people panic that they don't get attention straight away. And something that I've always said, because I've seen a lot of people start making music um, and who I'm friends with now, you know, people like Dexy and stuff that have have only been doing it like eight, nine months. And uh, the biggest advice I always give, is value your own opinion over other people it's very easy to show someone like to to make a song be really happy with it show someone they point something out and then you just can't listen to that song again without hearing what they point out and then eventually you don't like it i've done that you know so many times and i think the best thing to do is it's really really tempting to want to show everyone your unreleased music and show everyone your demos and stuff because you're really proud of it but a lot of the time, that, that that can be bad for you because you know not everyone's gonna like it as much as you do. Where if you just drop it, the people that actually like it will will eventually come. And you know it is boring. It is you know it's it's you know dead advice, I guess. It's not what anyone wants to hear. But an organic fan base is is much better than you know paying for plays or whatever people do at, at the small level. And you know gaining actually gaining stuff like opening your SoundCloud pulse and seeing your you know your last seven days over the course of like six months that just keep going up and keep going up and eventually you hit a thousand then it's two thousand then it's three and and like you can honestly sit there and say like that's me like i've I've fucking done that i've never paid for shit like you know and it's it's really it's i almost compare it to skateboarding There's, there's not really many feelings that you can get where you just keep trying something trying something eventually it just clicks and you just feel that satisfaction and one of it is music, you know, when that song pops off a bit more than anything else has or when that, that person that you looked up to follows you, like, it, it's it's really good, man. It's it's an amazing hobby to have if you just do it properly and and don't go straight in f- for the clout and shit. Yeah. Uh,
0: being self-made and not writing <coughs> off of people's um, exactly right. numbers and stuff like that is eas- easily the more healthy way to build your name up
1: because exactly. if you're just
0: if you're known just to be that guy that got 3000 followers just because you have a friend that's like doing huge yeah. things at the moment then obviously when that guy is slowing down the production of his music then your your numbers are going to drop also yeah so cool. it, it's it's great to come across artists like you that are self made and kind of just had made a SoundCloud with zero followers and jump all the way to yeah. many more just not even that many months later. So that's yeah. very, very cool. Um so what would you say your favorite genre of music is to listen to?
1: Um <laughs> i think it changed it changes all the time but the main the main like two things i listen to is like <coughs> like i said earlier like emo sort of pop punk bands uh you know story so far is like my favorite band fucking ever so i listen to a lot of that stuff and then i listen to a lot of like uk drill as well which um you know i don't know if anyone's surprised to, to hear that probably not but yeah uk drill and um and like band music. I listen to everyone in the scene obviously, but uh the you know, the main shit I listen to if I was going out, you know, skating or something is is like um, you know, band music and, and shit I guess.
0: Yeah, so obviously when I'm not focusing on the underground uh the underground part of music, yeah. I uh which I've really only listened to for about a year. Yeah. I I generally listen to a lot of. I listen to a lot of Lincoln Park. I listen to a lot of Twin Pilots. So I was almost like you in the sense where I was more of a band guy in the beginning, like yeah. you said. Yeah. So obviously, as like when it comes to groups, obviously it's a bit similar to yeah. um our current scene because it's almost like everybody is a group or like generally not much uh beef happens within our like close circle yeah but obviously once in a while i mean it's just only human to just um have fights then and there but that's completely normal um so for for you and your friends do you have any upcoming projects that you are able to yeah uh, talk about
1: yeah um so we've got uh it's not properly uh, i guess and and i'll say announced but i guess it's probably it's not properly been spoken about yet but um me steady hearts never made it home and why we wish we're um we're forming a a collective uh i'm i i can not really say much more than that I, i you know i know i know we need to get a lot more shit sorted before we're fully up and running but you can expect a project to come from that with all four of us on me and wish have got an ep that just needs like a couple more verses on and then that'll drop um and you know it's just we all just sort of pump Just trying to pump out singles right now. Like everyone's just sort of recording all the time, which is good because I remember at the beginning of this year, it almost felt like everything was slowing down and people weren't dropping as much. Where now, we're sort of back to how it was last summer. Um, You know, people are being consistent again. uh, I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to record as much as possible. Like I've I've ordered a a guitar. I'm trying to learn that shit. I've you know I've been trying to produce stuff. Uh, I didn't really do anything to the sample i did a, f- a few things but release i guess you could call like the first self-produced song i've done which it's not i didn't really do anything it's just a guitar but still i guess it was it was me um but yeah we're, we're all just trying to we're all just getting better man um and you know that's not in an arrogant way we are just all generally like wrapping our heads around mixing better and um you know just little little details like that that make the music uh in return sort of sound a lot better
0: that that's always good to just try new things like you said uh release was one of your um first like self-made like uh productions you said yeah so, well it
1: is the first its the first time I've ever tried making a beat so
0: yeah it's always good to kind of take the time to learn new um things that add when it comes to music like production try new things when it comes to recording so when it comes to numbers, are you the kind of person that looks and gets stressed over your numbers or do you kind uh, um, of just let it go how it is?
1: Uh, look, Luckily for me, um, I'm never usually in the position where, where, I, where I can get stressed about my numbers because usually I have so much support there that um, I don't really – I'm not going to sit here and say I don't care because if I uploaded a song and it got 40 plays and three likes and in two weeks, I would be wounded. But luckily for me, that that will literally just, it will never happen um, just because I've got, you know, a little a little fan base there now. And like, you know, going back to what I said a minute ago and that's that's organic and they'll be there now and they are there, you know, they're fans of my music and, and we're all, you know, luckily in the underground and it doesn't stay this way forever, but it stays for a very long time in the underground. When you're into the underground music, a lot of the time you can speak to the artists that you listen to and, and, and become actually like good friends with them and, and, you know, have input on their music and help them out and stuff. So you sort of come with, like, I've got so many people around me in this scene that don't even make music that are just friends that I've made because they listen to, to my music, you know, and just, you know like even even me and you like me me i i met you through like that sort of situation you know i mean you found me on soundcloud and stuff like that like it's it's i don't know it's just uh i I don't get stressed about numbers i would if if they dropped ridiculously low but um you know unfortunately for me i I just everything's just growing
0: yeah like people obviously like you have standards like like you said like if one of your songs has a lot less than usual, then you'd be a little confused at first. And yeah. it's like, but it that happen. that's, that's anybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. It so, does happen.
0: So you recently dropped merch. What was that like for you? Was, yes. Was it stressful?
1: No, bro. It wasn't stressful at all. It was, um, i really didn't want to do it people have been asking for a little while just like you know there's five or six people that have always wanted it so i was like you know what i I don't care if i have to drop a bit of money into it then five or six people get them and and you know me and those five or six people are the only people that that are wearing it in the world but i really don't care like that's still cool as fuck so i was like yeah i'll um i'll make some merch uh, and i really wanted to make merch that looked like band merch and not like soundcloud shit again just going back to sort of what i'm trying to get to um so i made like a back print you know super generic like emo band back print hoodie and a t-shirt and stuff like that and it, it honestly it went crazy like i'm not i'm not even trying to cap like it like if if i received i kept telling people i don't receive all of the profit like i I receive very little of what it makes So please don't feel inclined to buy it because like you are supporting me obviously but but the main reason you should buy it is because you like it because it's not like all the money goes to me anyway you know what i mean so make sure that you don't feel inclined to buy it but if i did receive all of the um the money that was spent on the merch on the first night i think i'd have had about two to three hundred dollars which is fucking insane yeah uh yeah, it's it was just crazy, man. Like so many people now Snapchat me and stuff with them wearing it. And it's just it's just constantly going up. It's constantly thinking, oh, I want to do this and then doing it and then just looking back on it and thinking, Jesus Christ, like, you know, one of the biggest accomplishments for me ever was getting a song with gut hurt. You know, luckily for me, as I was said a minute ago with the being able to befriend your, your favorite artist. Me and him are really good friends now, but you know, I remember saying to James I'll be happy when I get a song with Got Hurted. If I can get a song with him, I'll, I'll be happy. And and now we've had like three songs in the works. You know, I'm a really good friend. It's just crazy looking back at, you know, how everything's just getting bigger and bigger.
0: Yeah. So if you want to get some Grey Fox merch, it's in his link in bio on his Instagram.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and going back to Got Hurted, obviously that's crazy him being basically an inspiration to you and being able to make a song with him were you were you nervous during Uh, that process
1: i wasn't nervous up until i had to record on the song like it was very weird because it it was even like better than just meeting him because um i sent him a song and it was lights out uh with throb and he listened to it and he instantly like before he messaged me i just saw on my soundcloud he liked it reposted it and then followed me on soundcloud and i was like what the fuck and i checked my messages and he was like i really like it and he was like do you i have an open like do you want to hop on a song and it literally went from within five minutes me in his dms like hey bro can you can you can you check out this song please and then he was just he was like yeah you do you want to hop on this and it now we're like really good friends. Like he's coming, staying at my house. Like you know that it's 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 insane. It's honestly it's crazy looking, but he's the reason I bought. You know I upgraded all my stuff. Like I was using a yeti with no interface and stuff, and he was like, "You need to, you know, you need to upgrade it. It will, it will, you know, pay off in the long run. And it has, and you know, my music's got better because of that. So I owe him a lot, man.
0: Yeah, counterfeit is a really good song.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Man.
0: So. You have a lot of collectives in the process, obviously, that we can't go much into detail about. But, um, tell me a, a little bit about Paper Plates Collective because that's your main collective,
1: yeah. It is, end. it is, no, it is, and it's, it's my only collective right now because, like I said, you know, what me and me and the guys are sorting out it isn't even you know they come to light yet so paper plates is is you know the, it, it, that's 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 who i am with man and paper plates um it was i spent so much time making i was like the only one making the music i was making in the sort of friend group that I was not friend group but the little group i was in everyone like i used to uh, talk a lot more to people like Joshua, Sager, and, you know, Star. Like, I still fucking obviously love them, guys. they still some of my best friends, but I, that's who I exclusively used to make music with. And obviously they make a, a lot more, like, bouncy stuff than me, a lot. Like, they just make different music. So I would always be delivering these really fucking emo verses on, like, you know, a, a CeeLo beat. And it just, I, I didn't have anyone that I could make proper, like, the music I wanted to make with. And then I met Noah 2, Noah 2K and, like, and and Medium Sean, and I met all those guys. And in turn, I, I joined Paper Plates. And it's like, I've never met anyone in real life or online that listens to the same like tiny, tiny, weird, lo-fi indie bands that I do until I met Noah. Like, He's the first person ever that I've ever spoke to that knew who half of the bands I was into were. So I just instantly knew I was like in the right place, and you know I wish Paper Plates was more active because I think if we were, we would, we would be fucking doing bits right now. But um, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of us, and not everyone makes music. You know, we've got people in there that that handle the the media and shit alone, and you know, it's 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 good, man. It's good.
0: Yeah, you go. You always gotta have kind of people not only that just record music, but also <clears throat> produce.
1: Specifically,
0: exactly. beats like like Cherry for an example. Like
1: exactly, yeah. Shout out Cherry, man. Shout out Cherry.
0: Cherry I was listening to some of his beats uh, today and last night. Like he's gone a long way since from when yeah. he started. So it's it's True. really cool to see him in collectives and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's really exactly, cool. So man. very good genuinely do you focus mainly on one specific sound or do you usually like to try to experiment and change it up Um, once in a while
1: i uh I, i guess i stick to one sound in the in the sense that i pretty much always deliver my vocals and stuff in the same way in the same sort of style so i guess i stick to a sound in that sense but the beats you know unfortunately for the underground there's so many producers producing crazy stuff that sometimes you know i'll get sensed a, a ridiculous beat like petty for example you know it's gone now but i know you know what i'm talking about and and just beats like that Sorry. I try and stick to one sound. There have been times where I've felt really bored with it, but it's always about just waiting for inspiration to kick back in and, and just get motivated. Which it just happen. and um, you know, I just sort of have to wait for that. Sometimes I know it sounds weird, but I'll be in a slump of music, and I'll make, I'll watch a movie, and the movie will make me like want to go and make a song, and I'll make a song like. Like, I watched a movie called Sam is Here, which I'm not going to go into and bore anyone, but it's a really, really weird movie. And I went and made Buried Alive after that. And if anyone watched the movie, then you kind of understand what I was saying. Say my heart eyes. I watched Drive, which doesn't really make much sense, but Drive with Ryan Gosling. And then I, I watched that and wanted to make like a song to, to, I don't know, like a driving song, I guess. I don't know, man. I just try and get motivation from little pockets around the day.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good to get uh, inspiration off of specific things, even if they're random or not, because that just shows if you're able to just watch a movie and get inspiration off of it, just off the blue, that in itself is just legitimate talent. Like, obviously, there's no, people that, that usually don't even think to do that; they just watch the movie. But the fact yeah, that yeah, no, you, of course. So that actually shows that obviously you pay attention to the detail and kind of relate even yeah
1: yeah of course man, most things with... yeah yeah no 100% bro especially with um especially with movies man like i'm a really big cinema fucking geek you know like i, I don't know i just i, I kind of have always tried to watch movies like and look at them as, as sort of a bit more than that but obviously not every you can't sit down and watch cat in the hat and shed a tear and be like this is, this is a piece of art like it, it obviously it doesn't work like that but I, I try and sort of appreciate you know hundreds of people have stood around for months and tried to to sort of capture this like i'm not going to pick my fucking phone up like i'm not going to do shit i'm going to watch the movie and i'm going to i'm going to really try and sort of you know, watch it and, and take it in. And, you know, I, I, I try and watch, like, a movie, you know, every fucking day if I can, but I don't usually get that done. So,
0: obviously, it's, it's pretty much only human for an artist to go through slumps and writer's block. During yeah. that process, which I'm sure you've had writer's block before. Yeah, yeah. Are you almost letting it run its course are you constantly stressing over the fact that like it's been a while since you've made a song i wonder if people are just not
1: gonna care or yeah no i get that um when i've when i've usually i've got something unreleased where i can it sort of say it buys me a bit of time but when that you know there's been many times where i've i've you know had it for like two weeks and i've dropped a song and then dropped another song and then i'm out and I and I am getting stressed, and I'm you know I'm saying to my girlfriend, oh, I need to go record, and I, I just sit in here, and then I end up on Discord playing CS:GO with fucking wish, and I'm like, I just can't, I just can't get anything done. But you know, it's it is in and out. Um, I used to always not brag, but I always used to say, oh, I don't I don't really get that kind of stuff, bro. Like I can record on pretty much anything, and that that was true for a long time, but now you know the juice isn't isn't as fucking i don't know like i i guess a lot of ideas have been used and stuff so each song for me um which i guess is kind of what release is about is i don't really sit there and spill all my guts on on the pages people say like spill my heart on the page whatever i, I sort of i look at writing a song as like a creative sort of process like you know like a theme i guess like if i watch a movie like i said i'll I sort of try and based lyrics around that sort of thing i don't feel any sort of oh, after i write a song i don't like think oh, i've got that off my chest like if i've had a really bad day i don't go record and and then feel fine you know um so it's more like a creative thing just like making a youtube video or making a, a you know painting a picture i guess is, is how i try and sort of come at a song
0: yeah it's always good to obviously Make sure your songs are genuine and like based off of your emotions, but exactly. like you said, it's not good to just pour your guts all into one song, yeah, because yeah. then people are just gonna be just like, Wait, what? They're gonna just no, be confused because yeah. they can't relate exactly yeah, to exactly the situation. Not. I feel so, that. anyway. Um it was, it was great having you on the podcast. Yeah, we dove Thank into a, a lot of good things. Uh, so, yeah, we did. If you want to check out Gray Fox, um, ju- I highly recommend it. You have a very um, you, genuine voice, and you care a lot about your music. So, I mean, <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Rick.
1: you're gonna make me cry.
0: Um so
1: yeah right yeah bro i'm genuinely genuinely so excited to see what you do with all this stuff bro honestly like i will be listening to everything from now until until forever so thank you very much for having me on RX. i appreciate
0: it yeah all right have a good day
1: bless